0: Welcome back to another gig bitty with it. That wasn't a very good song. I'm sorry. This is your co-host, Holly Starklockett.
1: It's <laughs> your co-host, Mary Swordson Laidlaw. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so since we don't know what names to use, we're going to use all of the names until we decide. Um, yes. speaking of names, just a quick story before we really dive into today. Uh, I had my parents come up yesterday. And my mom and I, and my mom, dad, and I were going on a little walk because it was like so nice out in Chicago yesterday. Eight o'clock, yeah. And my mom goes. Have you started the name change process yet? And I was like, no, not yet. I was like, I got, I you know, finally got the marriage certificate, and I've got a blog up of like, you know, everything I need to do and the process, yeah. and everything. I said, I just haven't felt like it yet. And she goes, Well, how long do you have? And I go, As long as I want. I can be Holly Stark forever if I want. Doesn't I mean I'm not <laughs> married. And she goes, Oh yeah, that's true.
1: <laughs> that's so funny. Well, we like still don't have our marriage certificate, and it's like you could just go get it whenever. So it's, I guess we're not in a rush. <laughs> something you're supposed to do before you get married technically no that's the license we already did that oh okay okay this is the certificate that actually says like you two are married you just
0: like never ordered one
1: no because it's more expensive online than just like going to get it and so I was just like I'll make my way to the courthouse
0: See, when we, this is nothing to do with the podcast, but just for anyone who might be getting married, like for us personally, when we went to go like have to like put our, our hand up and like swear to sign for mm-hmm. our marriage license, that's when we got a copy to order our marriage certificate. So then when we mailed it back, we just circled how many copies, sent a check and said goodbye, oh, no. send them to me.
1: I just nice. to, like every
0: county did that. No,
1: no. You have to like go like, cause not everybody wants like a certificate, I guess, but
0: like, it just know. makes sense to have one for you know like but, documentation purposes
1: you know how cook county is too it's like everything they have to charge you for so
0: i mean it's not like i didn't pay for I mine know. i did pay for mine
1: no i know but <laughs> cook county isn't gonna make it easy for us
0: that's true, that's true. <laughs> anyways welcome back to another episode <laughs>
1: this yes
0: is, this is marriage talk with holly and mary <laughs> um oh. but before we get into our weeks, we actually have a very exciting guest that I'm really happy to share with you guys. We have Kristen DeAngelis, who you'll hear in the podcast. I met through Orange Cherry when I worked there a couple of years ago. Um, she was... I can't remember. I think she was working with a different company at that time. I don't think I can't remember if it was her company or not, though. It's been so long. I I can't like clearly remember, but she came in and was doing like sharing different like nutritional tips and recipes. I remember she had smoothies out like little sample smoothies. And because during Orange Theory, when there's a class going on as an employee, unless you're cleaning or making phone calls, you're kind of just standing at the front, you know? Yeah. So with her standing there, her and I actually had talked, I remember like all night for like three hours or four hours in between classes. And I had really connected with her um, because she was like, at that time she was in Chicago, um, but she was, you know, talking about teaching yoga and she was obviously very into the things that I was into and- That wasn't that long after I was getting into like Reiki and stuff like that. And she was, I remember her being kind of interested in that. So it was, it's funny, like all these years later, we have not really talked much since then, like a here and there, maybe on Instagram. Um, But as I said in the episode, I was thinking of like guests to reach out to and she popped up in my feed and I was like, oh my God, she's a perfect guest to be on this podcast. Yeah, she's So scientific. Like I feel like her, her research and her brain and her studies that Mm -hmm. I knew it was just going to be like a different perspective of like some of the topics like hormones that we have talked about we were just going to get a whole different perspective because she has such that scientific background yeah yeah
1: yeah Yeah.
0: so um before we actually dive into Kristen how has your week been and where are you right now because Mary's (laughs) bougie right now
1: I am at a hotel in Chicago um
0: like the badass bitch she is
1: yeah, it's I, we decided we were trying to like decide where we wanted to go because it's our seven year anniversary. And we were gonna go to Milwaukee because I, I didn't want to like go far. Like sure. I just wanted like a weekend trip that's not gonna cost us too much money. Um, so since it's not like prime time to like be visiting Chicago yeah. because like the weather is usually like trash, although we got so lucky because it was like 70 degrees yesterday. Yeah. But the weather's usually trash around this time. So like the hotels were super cheap. Um So we got a really good deal on it. So we're in Chicago. Um, The week was good. Um, I still have to get back into a rhythm of like working out and like find what that looks like for me now after my knee surgery and stuff. Cause I do physical therapy twice a week and then I'm pretty sore after those. Cause like they like massaged my hamstring Mm -hmm. and she like had her elbow like in my hamstrings so it was like good but it was like so painful <laughs> yeah um oh so just like finding that rhythm again and you know I just like haven't wanted to work out I don't know if anybody else is feeling like that recently but it's like I just have zero motivation I know people are like well that's why you have to have discipline and it's like no I know but like I just have no want to do it yeah and it's it's to do anything like I haven't read I haven't I don't know just like I am not in the mood to do anything right now so that's what I'm at how about you Holly (laughs) um
0: I had an all right week busy at work very busy at work still but um I I felt decent this week like in terms of like my workouts this latter half of the week as I tend to only work out in the latter half of the week as we talked about last week um I did less workouts this week like today I just haven't worked out at all I just have too much to do today and yesterday Mm -hmm. I like my body was so sore and I am coming up on my period it should be here any day now and so um (laughs) I hate when my app tells me I'm two days late and I was like listen my period fluctuates don't scare me
1: (laughs) as you guys will hear in this episode like the way that periods work and stuff you know
0: and so um, I like yesterday I was just feeling really sore I was really tired because my period I also had like a million things to do yesterday and Mm -hmm. so instead of doing a weightlifting workout and just like pushing my body I uh, decided to just do some like slow yoga Um, and it was Anna Greenberg's one of Anna Greenberg's classes on Peloton her like most recent slow one and at the end mm-hmm. she like announced that she's pregnant and it was such like a fun little like class Aww. that I randomly chose I was just like so happy so um i am like very I was very happy and grateful that I took that class um and yeah so I feel like even though my work has looked a little different this week I feel been still been feeling pretty good um good. and I've been a little off like my reading this week but I finished my last book and I always feel like I'm always gonna have like an a hangover after a book mm-hmm. for like a day or two before I can like get into another one.
1: <laughs> That's kind of how I am with trying to get into Verity because it's so different from like the other Coho books.
0: Oh yeah. That
1: like I finished, I finished Ugly Love and then I finished, um, maybe someday. Mm-hmm. And I just like can't like not that it's not good. I just like can't like get my brain to like function differently from those yeah. books to like yeah. getting into this one. Yeah. So I feel that the hangover yeah. is real.
0: Yeah. So this week, getting back into reading, my new book is ugly love actually. So that's, that's the next mm-hmm. step on the reading list. Um, and yeah, other than that, this week wasn't, wasn't bad. Um, definitely. I feel like getting, getting in the groove of things for the month. I feel like that mm-hmm. that's, that's the, that's the mentality I'm going with.
1: <laughs> nice. I love that. And I, I feel the exact same way. And I know that like this weather just like helped so much but it's like okay. a lot nicer out I mean it's still it's supposed to snow tomorrow but it's still like 40 degrees so it's, yeah like it's, it's not still nicer bad. than just, it was
0: like two weeks ago
1: <laughs> exactly so I think that that's going to really help us get in the swing of things too
0: definitely um and so with that we will jump into this episode and let you guys hear the amazing Kristen de and we will see you guys on the other side We have another amazing guest today. I am so excited to introduce you guys to Kristen DeAngelis, who I actually met through Orange Theory. So for all of you who have heard all of the Orange Theory stories from me and uh, some of our other previous guests, uh, we've had a lot of the Orange Theory co-workers of mine, Kristen, on the podcast before. (laughs) Um, So wait, I met Kristen through there and I'm so excited to have you on. So to get started, can you tell us a little bit about who you are and how you show up in this world?
2: Yeah. Amazing. Um, Well, thank you first off for having me on. I'm so excited to talk to you both and to connect with your listeners. Um, So my name is Kristen DeAngelis. I'm a a registered dietitian nutritionist. I'm a health functional health coach that practices functional and integrative medicine. Um, I've been a yoga teacher for the past 12 years. I'm not currently active practicing, but I share that because the perspective of having a mind body integrative soul, like that is part of it all. Um, And so I really love integrating that into my work. Um, I'm the senior director of health coaching at Nutrition Dynamic, uh, an incredible functional health coaching business um, that we'll talk about a little bit later. And then also the um, uh, co-founder with Wellness Mastery, which is a um, masterclass led course courses um, to help clients who aren't ready for one-on-one uh, uh, protocols and one-on-one coaching, but really want to elevate where they're at. So that's kind of like what I, I guess, do from a professional standpoint, but how do I show up in the world? Like I'm really just here to connect with humans to help uh, specifically women. I love connecting with women, but honestly, all individuals, shapes, sizes to help people just like be their best, most optimal self. And, um, I love connecting with others. I, I currently live up in Burlington, Vermont. I have an adorable, uh, dog Kramer, my fiance, Igor, we're getting married in September and we are purchasing our first house. So that's, sort of I a, love it. So exciting. So exciting. <laughs> yeah.
0: But yeah. The first house. Uh, we're getting to that point, uh, me and Brandon. So I'm very excited. So I can definitely, even though I'm not there yet, like relate to that. excitement.
2: <laughs> well, congrats to you too. Thank you.
0: Um, so I'm really curious, how did you first started getting into the sort of health and fitness store stuff? And then how is that branch into you getting more into specifically women's health and hormones?
2: Yeah, great question. So, I went to um, Virginia Tech and my undergraduate was in nutrition and dietetics and also exercise science. I initially thought I wanted to go into physical therapy and then realized I actually really was falling in love with nutrition, but I had this natural intuition to what I already shared with connecting with people, helping guide them, kind of having that enthusiastic, passionate space. And so, coaching really, really spoke to me, but I still loved the exercise aspect to it. So, I was a personal trainer for a long time i was a group fitness instructor for a long time teaching all things boot camp spin yoga pilates i mean you name it i taught it um and i i i became honestly addicted to it i became addicted to exercise um i became addicted to um the syndrome of overtraining and not fueling my body in the appropriate way And I didn't realize it at the time. I just, I thought that these were helpful things. And this actually led me down the path of like trying to figure out my own health health issues that weren't being resolved, right? So Mm -hmm. I was dealing with amenorrhea, which is a loss of a menstrual cycle. Um, I was continuously told to just go on birth control. And if you want to get pregnant one day, we can put you on hormones. I felt ashamed. I felt guilty that as a dietitian and all this knowledge, I couldn't figure out why I wasn't having a period. And I thought that that was important. I was never really understood, honestly, the female menstrual cycle too much. Um, but I, I wasn't happy with continuously being dismissed and spending thousands of doctors, thousands of dollars on doctors with getting just really kind of nowhere. I also had debilitating anxiety, I didn't really understand it was anxiety. I thought I had ADD. I got assessed. They said, no, you have trouble focusing because you have anxiety. Um, Looking back on it, it's so hard that I couldn't see that. But when we're in the middle of our, whatever we're going through, it's really difficult to be objective. Um, And so that was at that point, um, no period, severe anxiety. I was having major gut issues. Um, that again, no one could really give any answers to it Was kind of just a shrug. We don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I literally stumbled into a functional practitioner and I followed his process. He's the owner of nutrition dynamic and I got my period back in three months. Wow. Um, I had never felt the sense of like peace and calm, um, and I was just amazed that like I had been to so many doctors and had never had any answers, and now like what was this magic process? And I wanted yeah. to learn about it, and so I reached out and said like, "Hey, what, like I want to learn what you did," because right now I'm working with clients, and um, and there's some clients that I, I I'm, I'm like you know doing great with, but there's some clients that like they're really struggling and I can't figure it out, but there's, Mm -hmm. there's, there's this space that I know there's a solution, but I don't know how to give that to them. Sure. So he trained me in that process. And then I, uh, put together a full program along with some other health coaches and dietitians. And now we have, I'm, I'm now I'm the director of that, that company that I started with as a client. And now it's grown into um, also having an ent- entire functional training course and program, Metabolic Mentor University. It's actually launching in two weeks. We've been um, refining it over the past three years. So we've had about 70 coaches come through. Now we have it up to, I think like 200 coaches come through MMU, but now we're ready to launch it to the full public. Um, so it's been really exciting just seeing like starting in this place that I was really like suffering and it came through a a space that I really, I didn't know I was suffering. I was just like struggling Mm -hmm. and the exercise component was a part of something that I enjoyed, but then it became the, when you do something too much, anything, anything good too much can end up being bad. It's just like the person who's overtraining is unhealthy in the same way that mm. someone that's sitting on the couch is exactly. Yep. So back to that space of balance. And I feel like that's kind of what I teach now, uh, clients, how to find balance in their lives and doing that through a, a functional and integrative lens. I love that.
0: I feel like there are so many stories that I've heard and I've read of like women who are like in that situation of like doctor after Mm -hmm. doctor and they're like, just go on birth control. Just, just take more. We'll figure it out. If you want babies, we'll figure it out later. And like, it sickens me. Like that's that that's how the, Mm -hmm. the system is. Um, and it's like so many women then start looking into their nutrition and looking into like all these other things that are out there and start realizing other <laughs> ways to heal themselves. Mm-hmm. And they're like, why isn't this recommended it's, you know, a free source, you know, sometimes with just changing your diet and your lifestyle. And so I hate that it's another story that i you know, to hear that
2: it's like like, I I hate it too but we have to use that anger and frustration into like doing something about it and I think we um we as women we need to stop letting people just dismiss us and to just Mm -hmm. treat us like we should just move more and eat less and that's the solution to every problem because it's not we're individuals um and women are different than men look at all of the research studies, research is primarily done on men. Um, mm-hmm. It's very rarely done on women, on menstruating women, and then when we look at for those that are put on birth control, it's really just a band aid. Mm-hmm. It's 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 someone comes in and they're not given any other options. Okay, you want to use birth control for contraception did your doctor talk about any other contraceptive options? Did you know that you can only get pregnant three to four to six days out of the month, that there's another uh, tool called fertility awareness method or condoms or other aspects? If you were put on birth control to um, address intense cramps because you feel like you're just, you're vomiting, like, that's a problem. We need to address why you're doing that. There could be fibroids, endometriosis, super inflammatory estrogen detox pathways. We're not addressing the root cause. We're saying put on a birth control. When you want to come off of it, you can get pregnant. Well, then what happens? I'm dealing with the woman that's dealing with infertility that didn't even think about that when they were put on it at age 12, mm -hmm. 14, 16, and have been on it for 20 years. And, and now they're struggling with infertility and then what, then they have to pay 30,000, $50,000 for IVF, but they weren't, weren't even given an option at the IVF space.
0: Sure. They were yeah. just
2: told, we can give you hormones and IVF is an option. If you've been trying, people yeah. don't even know how to try because they don't know that they ovulate. You, it, so you can hear me getting passionate. Yeah. About it. I, I hear definitely. this every single, I hear this every day every day, the same stories. And we need to just Mm -hmm. start educating ourselves because Mm -hmm. doctors aren't educating us or there are good doc. There are a few good doctors out there, of course, but there's a lot of bad apples too. And we need to just like really educate ourselves. Is my, you know, mission.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like for the coming generations, they're very fortunate that there's so many people in this space trying to change this Mm -hmm. and that message is out there that it's not just birth control and that's the only you know you have to take a pill and that's all you can do like i think that they're going to be very fortunate as they get older that there's so many people working on this because gut health like pcos like all these things are things that we didn't grow up with we didn't hear about this or like the boomer generation they we're so hush hush about talking about things like that. Mm -hmm. So it's like, we had no idea if they did suffer with anything like that because it was like, oh, don't talk about, like females shouldn't talk about anything that they're going through. Mm -hmm. So I just feel like even if they were going through any of that, we didn't know about it. Then we got put into the same cycle. And now it's like, at least like Gen Z and the younger generations, like I'm hoping because of people like you who are doing this kind of stuff and because it is a conversation that'll change and they won't have to go through all of this.
2: Yep. Yep. Absolutely. I try to, you know, ask all my clients, Hey, like just share what you're doing because that's, what's part of this. It's, it's really Mm -hmm. difficult when we're going through something hard, but once you've made it over that space and your understanding and having this body literacy, like share that with your friends, share that with your family, share it with someone that you feel, you know, in a safe space with, but also um, just being mindful for whoever's listening, like Whatever your story is, like you are not alone. It's just you haven't been in spaces to connect, perhaps, with other women or other individuals that have an irregular period, that have abnormal facial hair, hair growth, that uh, can't lose weight, even though they've done all of the things. Like there's all different things related to hormones, mm-hmm. and there's a reason to it. So if you're feeling dismissed in any way, get educated, follow, and I can like link to send you guys some links to a couple of people that I'd recommend, um, or myself. Um, but also like work with a practitioner that can listen to you and has the lens of like, there's more to it. Mm-hmm. There's more to it.
0: <laughs> definitely. And so speaking and kind of talking on birth control, I know something we've talked a little bit about before on the podcast is when women are wanting to cycle off of birth control. So when you're working with your clients, how do you kind of help and guide that? Because I feel like there's also a lot of not good advice out there. Like, Oh, just stop taking it. No,
1: like that's not what you
2: want to do. Yep. Yeah. So, so let me kind of back up and first say, you know, um, a woman's menstrual cycle is a vital sign, just like your heart rate, blood pressure. These are all vital signs that you would go in and normally check if my blood pressure is super high. Like that's a big red alert. Well, your period, your menstrual cycle is a vital sign. So if it's irregular, if it's absent, if it's really heavy, those are vital signs. Now, if you're on birth control, however, birth control does not actually give you a true menstrual cycle. Um, when you get a bleed, it's really just a removal of the synthetic hormones. So synthetic, meaning man-made chemical hormones. You're not taking the progesterone and estrogen that's normally found in your body. It's a chemical derived progestin and ethanol estradiol. Ethanol estradiol is 500 times stronger than your normal's body estrogen. And then what happens when that estrogen builds up in your body? It can start causing problems. So you'll you'll also hear women that say, oh, I went on birth control and I felt awful or I had headaches or like... Mm-hmm well, that's, what was that doing? Was that building up? Was that going down the wrong pathway in your system? But back to kind of the menstrual cycle, just to be very clear, it's not a true period. It's a, what um, it's either Laura Bryden or Jolene Brighton that has coined the term. It's a pill bleed. Um, It's not a true menstrual cycle. Mm -hmm. So when a, when a woman is saying like, okay, you know, I need to ask myself the question of, when did I first start birth control? Why did I first go on birth control? How long have I been on birth control? And what I've, have I been doing to my body while I've been on birth control? All of those questions will guide the um, answer to what are the steps need to look like before and after I come off of the birth control pill or IUD or whatever that is. If you just stop at cold turkey, but you didn't assess those other questions, then that's where someone will say, oh my gosh, all my symptoms came back. If that's why you went on birth control, um, and this just doesn't work for me, well, we just we took out the band aid, and we need to address the root cause. So, a couple of things that we want to think about to prepare um, to take out a birth control if it's been in for a while is um, one: ensure that you are eating enough. I think this is a really common one, Um, especially for for women. Um, We live in a culture that really focuses just diet mentality. And Mm -hmm. sometimes we just forget how often we're exposed to it, like everywhere we go. And even just the subconscious, like how you grew up, what you heard your mom say and your grandma say, and you go to the doctor and they say, like, eat less. And we're just we're just conditioned to just be less, eat less, and like that's better. And that's, oh my gosh, so far from the truth. Like fertility is about like nourishment, right? right? So like making sure that women are eating enough carbs, proteins, and fats. If there is a fear towards one of those um, certain macronutrients, we need to address that because that's just been a, a conditioning and it's false. It's not true. Now, granted every single person is individual, but don't trick yourself and say, oh, I don't feel good on carbs because I did that for a long time. I mm-hmm. said, oh, you know what? Like this food just makes me feel sick. Um, and it was a cover-up. Did sure. it make me feel sick or was I convincing myself that it made me feel sick? Now there's, there's a lot of conversation around that, right? But sure. everyone's bio-individual. And number one, making sure that you're eating enough um making sure also that you're regulating blood sugar is so huge um so eating enough of especially like fiber and protein and fat spread throughout the day typically every like i would say roughly 3 hours think about like a wave rather than a big roller coaster is usually an analogy i give to blood sugar um you can, assess, you can actually track and assess blood sugar. So, when I'm working with my clients one on one, we're actually checking blood sugar with a glucometer um, to really assess that we're not in a really inflamed roller coaster place before we rip out you know, the birth control. We're making sure we're putting you in a balanced space. Um, and then, thirdly, um, I would say working on our detoxification pathways are so huge. Because as I already mentioned, the ethanol estradiol builds up um, in your body and, it, and there's, it can go down a couple different pathways. So we don't just have one estrogen. We actually have uh, estradiol, estrone, and estriol. And then they go through phase one estrogen detox. They, they pair up with a, with a water molecule and then they go through phase two detox. They go through a process called methylation. And then that same estrogen and hormone goes through the septic system. We have to poop or pee it out. So there's three phases. If you are severely constipated, that sewer system was the last phase of getting hormone out of your body. You can bet yourself that you will not feel good once you bring hormones back in the system. If you are um, eating a highly processed diet, if you have um, a lot of inflammatory foods, smoking, alcohol, All of those encourage a very inflammatory detox pathway, the the phase one pathway. So we're really working on like cleaning up the diet, cleaning up the lifestyle. And then what I do with my one-on-one clients is I I do detoxification work before we put them through coming off their birth control. Um, And that's my one-on-one coaching uh, through Nutrition Dynamic. However, um, I realized that not everyone can do one-on-one coaching, and so that's why we created Wellness Mastery. Wellness Mastery is another business I'm a part of, and we have a two-to-four week. It's called the Flush Protocol. It is a masterclass course. So there's video content, there's the actual meal plan, supplementation, every explanation as to what and why you're doing. Um, what we're doing. And it's that exact process that I would be walking someone through in the one-on-one environment. So someone's listening to this and they're like, yes, I plan on coming off birth control, but I want to do it in the right way. Do the flush protocol through wellness mastery. Um, You'll get amazing results because you'll feel better, less bloated, improved skin, but it's going to set you up for the best success when you do take out that birth control. Um, I guess the last thing on top of, um, making sure you're eating enough, regulating blood sugar, improving hormone detox pathways, the last one, and this again is going to be back to like budget, um, is lab testing. I absolutely do lab testing with my one-on-one clients. I do it before we take out the birth control so we know what those pathways look like. And then I typically like to do lab testing after and um, you can do home test kits. There's urine collection kits. We can also do, um, I send you a requisition form, you bring it to a, a, a lab, we get your your results back and we review them together. Um, so the lab testing would be the last piece that I would also recommend. Sorry, that was a really long winded answer. Right. Uh, Oh yeah. I should probably take a breath and give you some some time to (laughs) reflect.
1: You're fine. No, that was
2: amazing. We (laughs)
1: love learning about this stuff. Like, honestly, like, I just feel like I'm in school
2: and I'm just like taking it all in. (laughs) It's so funny. Like when we're in school, I'm like, what did I even learn in school? Because now I feel like I'm able to actually like understand how it's all connected.
1: (laughs) Well, that's what we've talked about with previous guests, um, on this topic. It's like, you don't learn anything about your female body. It's like, okay. Like you have your period when that happens, talk to your mom and she'll like figure out what thing to like use, like what, like pads or tampons or whatever. And it's like, and then that's it. It's like, and then if you want kids, like decide that don't have sex until you're
2: married. (laughs) Right. Right. Like, you to like start having these conversations sooner and earlier and, And even just be comfortable talking about them with your friends, because it becomes this Mm -hmm. like taboo, shady subject. And it's like, wait a second, half of the population all goes through this. Like, yes, Mm -hmm. let's talk about this.
0: (laughs) Yeah, definitely. Uh, Something you touched on when you were answering that question was about uh, the flesh cleanse. And this is something I know I wanted to ask you about. So is it primarily for women who are coming off of birth control or can this be for anyone? Like, can you explain a
2: little bit more on it? Absolutely. Um, So the flush is a tried and true proprietary method that we've used on thousands of clients throughout our whole nutrition dynamic um, protocols. And it is, it, it provides incredible results no matter if you're a female wanting to come off birth control or whether you've got skin issues, whether you're a male, if you're older, if you're younger, doesn't even matter. We are the the purpose of the flush protocol is to reduce our overall um, toxic load um, and really helping to reset uh, um, you know, the, the system on the whole from a metabolic sense from a um, ener- energetic level sense resetting circadian rhythms um, to improving gut health like it's a really just overall health like full body reset um, go through it's a full masterclass format so we have more courses coming out so right now the flush is there but we have a lot of exciting more courses coming out um in the near future and yeah this is absolutely for anyone that really needs like a reset or a tune-up um and we go into the full depth of like the what and why but high level approaches we're really about supercharging with lots of micronutrients reducing overall toxic load because we're exposed to thousands of chemicals every day. And those are stored in our adipose tissue and it actually does disrupt hormones. It's why it's called certain chemicals are known as neuroendocrine disruptors. So the more that we help to clean up overall detoxification, the more we can clean up skin, gut, bloating, um, acne, energy to hormones and other like related hormone issues going on.
0: I love that because I was yeah. kind of like peeping it a little bit at like through your Instagram, and I was like, Oh, I think I'm interested. But when you said coming off birth control, I was like, Maybe this
2: isn't for me. Oh, yeah, <laughs> it's, for it's, literally, <laughs> yep. it's literally for anyone, and you'll learn so much. There's an amazing community that we have with it. Um, so, myself, uh, Vince Pitstick, owner of Nutrition Dynamic. Um, and Showalter, she's another health coach. So, um, we have a set of recorded videos that walk you through like explanations of each phase. And then we do have you take an assessment to assess your symptoms. And then we would give your protocol based on where your symptoms are. We have a mild, moderate, or severe protocol. Um, and yeah, you should totally try it, Holly, because it's, um, if you were like, maybe I might be interested. Yes, it's for you. It's 100% worth it. You'll love it. I love that. Definitely
0: do (laughs) do some more creeping on the actual website after this, Um, (laughs) uh, but going back to more on, on the women's health and stuff like that. So I know you kind of talked about it a little bit, like with, you know, vomiting or having really bad cramps. I feel like there's so many women that, that that's just common. It's I have it. And it's something I know I've been working on. And I just recently went through Dutch testing to find out more on my hormones. And so I feel like because we're not educated about this, people don't realize having really bad PMS is not normal. So obviously yes. I know every person's going to be different and it can be a million things, but can you talk just a little bit about like, what signs causes that some of those? Yeah. I was like, where's my, where's my <laughs> question coming?
2: Yes. I got you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So like, these are, this is where we come into like the nuances of hormone imbalances going on. Um, you know, everything from uh, PCOS, polycystic ovarian syndrome, which is, gosh, that's a loaded, that's a, we can do an entire conversation about PCOS. Um, polycystic ovarian syndrome can look very different on every individual. It's not a disease where a disease has a specific cause and a specific identification of like, this is what it looks like. PCOS is a syndrome and it looks different on everyone and there's a different cause for everyone. So PCOS symptoms would be more of like irregular periods or they might have regular periods but they have the other symptoms. Um, Hertuism, abnormal facial hair growth. There could be um, insulin resistance, so elevated blood sugars, difficulty losing weight or you don't have to be overweight. Um, Don't have your doctor say you don't have this because you're not overweight because there's lean PCOS. There's adrenal PCOS where someone is so stressed out that they have um, really elevated androgens or um, higher like androgen receptor um, aspects going on. So PCOS is a real common one. Um, I'm happy to answer more questions on that. Um, fibroids, uh, endometriosis, this is where there's um, inflammation of the endometrium lining. Um, fibroids is when um, we have, it's, it's again, another inflammatory condition where there can be on a fibroid is, is technically like a mouse. So if anyone's coming in and doing um, their uh, exams with their OB. Make sure that you're not just doing a cervical exam; you're doing a pelvic exam and ensuring that you're not having any fibroids because those can go misdiagnosed um, until someone's starting to have like really severe symptoms, like severe, like like really really heavy bleeding, vomiting, pressure um, on their bladder. So fibroids is one. Endometriosis, adenomyosis, again, that's another inflammatory condition. Um, those are more now. Those are more of the like named conditions, mm-hmm. but you could also just have an inflammatory estrogen detox pathway and that what might be causing um, some of this. And, and you might have both. Typically, if someone has like an endo case, they're going to have inflammatory um, estrogen detox pathways but that is where I do recommend Dutch testing. So precision analytical has a um, dried urine collection kit. You can purchase this off of our website, nutritiondynamic.com. And one of our dietitians review that with you with action points. Um, Holly, I'm so interested. I'm excited to hear that you got the touch test. Like that's, it's super cool that I'm starting to hear more and more people are like aware. My
0: doctor actually had recommended it
2: okay. Who's your doctor? Cause I need to be connected with them. That's
0: <laughs> she is the best. I can tell you that.
2: <laughs> oh, so great. Is she, is she a naturopathic doctor or She's
0: not? She is just very, like, she is just very open. Like if I bring her something and I'm like, Hey, this is going on. And she knows that I like more of a new, like natural type of thing. So she'll say, like we, like I'm on medication for like anxiety and depression and things like that, but like, she'll always look for other ways. So like when I was having yeah. some hormone and sleep issues, she was like, you know what, let's try to find something different. And she's like, I've heard about this Dutch testing before she's yeah. like, and her sister is um, an OB as well. And so she was like, my sister's also heard about it. She was like, I, you know, this is kind of what we've heard, like it can help with. So she's like, Oh, totally. Why don't you look into it. So I did it. And so she kind of helped me pair my results, but it was interesting because I did not have anyone to break those
2: down with me. And it's, like overwhelming when you get those charts it can honestly if you want to hook up i can go over it with you we do like thousands um i think we were actually the top provider in the u.s last month so we go through i i see a lot of these um and everyone's is a little bit different but what the dutch test looks at is it's really important like when you go and take blood and you think oh my doctor just tested my hormones what did they test right they might just have tested estradiol, one of like the 16 different types of estrogens, testosterone. Well, we've got total and we've got free testosterone. And we've also have all these other androgens underneath testosterone. Like, um, then we've got progesterone. Um, but we haven't looked at the pathways of that detoxification system. So like, that's where, you know, if you mentioned like, oh, vomiting and um, really bad PMS. I would suspect there's probably a case of like estrogen dominance. Um, I would suspect that there is a case of there's the different pathways. So I won't, it'll confuse the listeners, but there's a, it's called 2OH, 4OH, and 16OH pathway. And the 16 and 4OH are really inflammatory. So I can almost guess what's happening. But then when we see it on the, on the blood work, we can be really targeted or not blood work on the Dutch um, collection. We can be really targeted. So we know exactly what to go in with from an action standpoint, um, utilizing nutrition lifestyle, but also like supplementation. Like if the house is on fire, if you are on your bathroom floor, because your cramps are so bad, um, that's not okay. And that's when supplementation I am, I am i feel very strongly about because i see how effective and helpful and useful it is in practice when used correctly when used um, by a, with a with a medical grade supplementation like supplements aren't just supplements um, but used in the right way incredibly effective and a helpful tool I love
0: that. Yeah, I'm definitely gonna take you up on learning some more about my results.
2: Yeah, they're <laughs> so, so fun. Yeah, no um,
0: fun. and so uh, kind of moving directions a little bit. You have a lot going on, a lot of businesses, a lot of you know your own things, plus being part of other businesses. So for you, you know, how do you kind of manage your day to day, and and sort of how do you, what do you give or what. What advice do you give to a new entrepreneur who is maybe just kind of coming out of like that phase you were in a couple, you know, a while back of training, 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 and like wanting to kind of move out and grow and do something more. It's kind of a two-part question for you.
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's a great, it's a great question. Cause I'm constantly like reevaluating and reassessing um, my schedule and being very mindful of boundaries. I think it's very easy to just say yes to everything. And initially like, that's good. Like we have to do that, sure. but there's also a point that like, you're going to burn yourself out. And so boundaries are so, so, so important. I would highly recommend the book, um, atomic habits by James clear. We're both, that, we're
1: both reading it right now. <laughs> oh, oh love it. Oh my God. I love
2: it. I'm, I'm thinking that I'm going to have it be our next book club for our community and nutrition dynamic because yeah, it's so good. Yeah. You're like, I, everyone needs to read this book. Yeah. Um, did you listen to their recent podcast with Brene Brown, James Clare? Ooh, Brown? I
0: haven't, but now I'm so, known, not
2: yeah. yet. <laughs> I mean, I'm also a huge Brene Brown. Fan I love so Brene like, Brown. Anything that comes out, I'm listening. To. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think that being, um, saying yes to things and getting yourself out there and networking, um, but being led And being very clear on like, what is my mission? If I'm very clear on understanding who I am and what my gifts are and not trying to like be someone else, because that's happened to me a lot throughout my journey of like, this person's so good at this and like, she does it so well. And I'm trying to do that, but I'm also trying to do this thing over here. But like, where do I feel like I'm in the flow? I'm not in the flow Doing a social, I'm, I'm not in the flow of writing social media posts. I'm just not. So I need to be okay that it's not going to look perfect. And I need to be okay, like delegating certain tasks. Sure. Um, and I need to be okay with like being very clear on what my vision and mission is. Because once you have that clarity, any decision that you make in your life becomes that much easier because you know what your clarity is and you're like owning your authentic self to like keep stepping in that direction. So that's like one thing I would, I, I think has been very important and helpful. The second thing is setting certain non-negotiables. So like for me, my morning routine is an absolute non-negotiable. Like no one messes with my morning routine. Um, if I could have a five hour morning routine, like I would, I, I that, that would be my goal. Um, but right now I really do like quite a bit, but it means I have to wake up really early. Like I wake up at 5am every day. And then 5.30 a.m. I'm either at the gym or I'm doing a yoga practice or I'm going for a run or it doesn't always mean like do more. Um, It means that I have a set like schedule. So, for example, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, I do strength training. Tuesday, Thursday, I do yoga. Saturday and Sunday, I get a lot more sleep and I do something fun, whether it's yoga or skiing, but I really stick to a schedule. And I find that morning routine just sets me up for the rest of my day in a really positive like mindset. Now, yeah, I have, am I allowed to swear on this? Like I have, I have a shitload <laughs> of stuff going on. Right. And I'm like, and I could, I could feel so overwhelmed and say like, oh, no, I'm just going to get up at 530 a.m. and just jump right on my computer so I can get ahead. But I've done that before and it never works like you like I have just learned that I have to set my my personal health non-negotiables of my morning routine and my evening routine. So, like, I know we talked about, like, what time do we have to end this podcast because we're doing it in the evening? Um, And I had to be really honest of, like, I could talk all day about this clearly, but I have to set certain end points because I have a very, like, strict bedtime for myself and I don't play around with my sleep. (laughs) (laughs) Me neither, so
0: so I get that.
2: (laughs) Yeah. But, like, as an entrepreneur and as someone who's probably excited in whatever business that you're doing, it's easy for what you do to like sneak into all areas of your life, and that's okay. In that's okay sometimes, but if you keep doing it and if you keep grinding without any breaks at all, like you will burn out. Especially for women, like we're just we're more delicate than men. So just because your partner goes to bed at eleven and wakes up at four, it doesn't mean that you can. Like don't compare yourself to other people. Um, my husband all the time. I'm like, how do you do this? I know, I know, (laughs) I'm just, I just can't, yeah. (laughs) Um, and then I think the last thing though is, um, I've had to really learn how to schedule my week and schedule my day so that I've been really into um, flow states. So I don't know if you guys have heard of like Jamie Wheel, Stephen Kotler, um, Mihai can't spell his last name because he's Ukrainian. Love him though, this little old man, incredible researcher, but all about flow state. So flow state is the space that you just kind of, um, it feels effortless, Mm -hmm. right? So you can kind of tell like when you probably do podcasts, you're in this flow state, this effortless space. Now, when we are going throughout the day, every time that you switch a task, you're not able to stay in flow state. So for me, I have to quit my mail, quit my Slack and just do client programming, And then I just do X task, like whatever task it is, I have to block chunk them. Mm -hmm. Um, Otherwise there's too much back and forth and I can't stay focused. So that's been um, just really imperative and helpful, like for any entrepreneurs that are starting something, whether it's social media or outreach, or even if it's just emails, like block out when you respond to emails and don't just respond to them all throughout the day. Just because you see the little like red bubble pop up, that's a dopamine trigger. And so you might need to quit that, get off of all the like rings and bells and vibrations, like save responding to your text messages to the end of the day. Uh, I think it's just like being an entrepreneur, you have to be very disciplined. And if you're not disciplined, you have to set up strategies to like keep yourself disciplined and accountable. So, yeah. yeah. I also
1: want to say like for someone in corporate America, like- that was like the smartest thing I've heard in a really long time. Like, yeah, maybe I should quit other things so that I could focus on the task at hand. Like, that's just like great advice in general. Cause I'll have like teams blowing up and then I have my email and I'm like doing 50 things at once. I'm literally going to take that into work. My mind was blown on that. And it's so simple. I was like, yeah, I should do that.
2: Yeah, it's, it's so funny because it's so simple, but it's difficult in the culture that we live in because we're so used to getting an immediate response, mm-hmm. but we need to start training each other like these are the times that I respond and it's okay if you need to wait like two hours. If it's mm-hmm. an emergency, I'll know it's an emergency because I'll keep getting these pings and it's like, okay, call me. But yeah. other than that, like most things you can get back to them by the end of the day. Yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> it's not gonna kill you if it waits. Yeah. Till the end of the day.
2: <laughs> yeah. Or to a certain period of time of like when you're, you know, doing your, um your batch email checks or whatever you want to call it.
0: Yeah. Um, and something you mentioned while you're explaining that answer was your morning and evening routines. And this is something that we like to ask every guest about. So I would love to hear a little bit more of what your routines actually look like. I know you mentioned movement, uh, yeah. but what does each one look like?
2: Yeah. Oh my gosh. I love, like, love my morning routine. Um, even though it's really hard, so it's not, <laughs> it's not easy to wake up in the morning. Oh my God. I, I, it's so hard to wake up in the morning, but give me five minutes and I feel fine. Like it's just pulling myself out of bed. Um, so my partner and I share my partner because this is an important part of my routine. Um, my partner wakes up at four And then he wakes me up at five and then I actually get out of bed at 515 and then we get into the car and we get to the gym at like between 530 and 545, work out and come home, make breakfast. I usually have like a smoothie bowl with maybe like toast and peanut butter Maybe I'll have smoked salmon on on like toast or something. Um, forgetting some other like go to breakfast, but those are typically like go tos. Um, And then, oh, some of my like fun things, I guess, that I do in there too, Um, the Verilux light, so it's a 10,000 bright light that I'll like have it sit right in front of my face while I'm either eating breakfast or just like stretching on the floor or something, Uh, and that helps for that awakening response, especially when you're waking up and it's super dark, I also live in the northeast and like cold, dark Vermont in the morning and that, that early in the morning. Um, but that 10,000 Lux really helps to wake up and it, it does help with seasonal affective d- disorder. I find. Um, so I usually do that. Um, I'm usually, honestly, when I'm at the gym, I'm listening to, um, I have this like go to, it's called affirmations for greatness. And it's just like three minutes and you listen to that every day. And it's just, it just puts you in the right headspace. So it's like, okay, I'm getting in movement. I'm listening to affirmations. Usually when I'm at the gym, I'm already like drinking half a gallon of water. So I've already checked off a lot of these things that are, you know, that act of going to the gym for me or movement doesn't just need to be gym. I'll go Mm -hmm. to yoga. Like I mentioned, it's a pulling behavior for all the other things to happen. Um, Yeah. And then I usually, um, will have either a cup of tea or I'm really into four sigmatics, um, lion's mane, love lion's mane. (laughs) I'm doing a lot of brain power stuff. So that can really help. And then I, I start my morning. I don't currently do journaling, but I have in the past. Um, and I, I really enjoyed it. It's just, sometimes there's only so, so many things that I can do in my morning routine.
0: (laughs) I feel like journaling is one of those things I know for at least me. It's like, like a season of life like sometimes I'm really into journaling other times I don't need it I don't want it like I want nothing to do with it
2: (laughs) yeah yeah
0: yeah but I
1: love what you said though because I feel like everyone thinks that they have to have this like long list of like like a skincare routine in the morning like journaling workout like do all this stuff and it's like it doesn't have to be that difficult you don't have to tick every single box every single morning
2: Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes it's like, great. If I can do that, great. Yeah, But like, I don't have to stress myself out about Mm -hmm. it. And I'll I'll go through rhythms and waves too. Like sometimes I'll read in the morning um, because I was having a hard time doing meditation. So I would read because I'm trying to do better on my reading. And um, I usually fall asleep at night and don't get as far as I want. So I'll set a timer (laughs) and I'll read for like 10, 15 minutes. And I've also been, I downloaded this app, Lucid. And I really like that. Sometimes while I'm eating breakfast, I'll um, read, air quotes, read, um, because it's books on this app, Lucid, but you're reading through books very quickly because it's giving you like visuals. And so I've read several books in a matter of just like 10 minutes, just because they're giving you like high notes of learning what the gist of the book was about. So sometimes I'll incorporate some things. So that's kind of the phase I'm in with the Lucid app right now.
0: I love that. And what does your evenings look like? Do you have anything set specifically that you do in the evenings?
2: Yeah, um, when it's warm out, we always go for a walk. And then when we come in, we start kind of like the wind down piece. Right now, it's it's just, it's really cold that I'm, (laughs) it's a matter of like, who's going to go outside. Um, But yeah, I'm pretty much just like prepping anything for the next morning. Like sometimes I'll make my smoothie ahead of time to save time in the morning. Um, I really... Gosh, this actually sometimes you forget all the automatic things you do until you're like asked this question.
1: Yeah.
2: Um, I just feel so much better looking at my calendar of like, what do I have tomorrow? So I can go to sleep and just like know what I'm waking up to. Sorry. Right. Um, I usually will make like a cup of chamomile tea. I'll fill up my water bottle. Um, I'll usually get out my supplements to take uh for the next morning so that it's just like quick. Um And then what else? Oh, I guess I put my phone on a charging station. I got into this habit two years ago and will never go back except for if I sleep at like in a hotel. Keep the phone out of the room. I know that everyone uses it for their alarm, but you can just get an alarm for your room. You'll be okay. You'll wake up. Yeah, (laughs) I know. So, um, do that. And then I recently got, because I don't have my phone in the room, but I want to do meditation. I love this. I got this little device. I thought I was going to like make up this, um, invention, but realized it was already out there. (laughs) So, yeah. So it's called, it's called Zenimal Z E N Zenimal, and it's not attached to like a phone or anything, but there's pre, um, pre-done like meditations or just music. And it's preset for fifteen minutes. So if you want to like do a meditation, but then you fall asleep, it will go off. Or sometimes I'll read my book to the meditation like sounds. So it's really I've really liked that. And then that's how I go into my night. <laughs> like a thing you can buy on like Amazon? I don't know if it was on Amazon. I bought it off of their website. Oh, okay, cool. I'm have to look yeah. into that. I know. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, that's kind of interesting. <laughs> yeah, I <laughs> I'm really, like. Really I gotta that. get an
1: alarm clock. I gotta get this. <laughs> i like ready yes. to go. <laughs>
2: The alarm clock that I have is the one that goes brighter. So it's really great because it helps you to really wake up because the whole room is bright. So I highly recommend that. It's really helpful.
0: I've looked at those on Amazon before those bright alarm clocks. I do have um, like a happy lamp or happy light, whatever they're called. I've I've been using that the last couple of months and I I need to be better about it. I feel like I need to put it in a better place, but I was looking into those alarm clocks. I'm like, for me, it's really, it's easy to get out of bed for me. That part's not hard, but it's just really hard for me to wake up and our house is just dark in the morning. Yeah. Um, And so I feel like something like that would like help me just like, kind of like fire my eyes and like actually start waking me up.
2: (laughs) Yes, definitely. It's all about the placement of it though. So like if you, if you're someone that like is going to, Go on the floor and just stretch a little bit to kind of wake your body up, just put it like wherever that spot is so it's just shining on you or let's say you first thing in the morning you journal like you could just have it right where the table is so you just sometimes it's like just environmental engineering of your space. Yeah. that can make all the difference.
0: Definitely. And I know I need to move mine. Cause at first I was like, Oh, I'll just use it at work. You know, when I'm starting work every day, but by that point, like I'm already like in my work day, I'm usually like my brain's on. So it's like, I know I need to use it before then to like start waking up before. (laughs) work.
2: Yeah. 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 Totally.
0: Um, and so, another question I wanted to ask, cause this is something that I know I've, we've kind of both seen messages around on your Instagram and things like that is just giving yourself grace and not leading into that kind of perfectionist. And this is something that I always say, like a recovering perfectionist, I'm trying to slow down and just be more gentle with myself. And I feel like, especially in the U S we're taught to be so hard on ourselves Oh, totally. um, and especially as women. So I would love to hear kind of how you started kind of getting a little bit into that more of that headspace. And how, how would you suggest to someone new? Cause I feel like this is something I, I love talking about in my life. Be gentle with yourself. Like you're so fragile and beautiful and like you have so
2: much. <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh. I, I think that we just, for starters, we don't hear that enough. We don't hear those words that you just said enough. You're enough. You're beautiful you're incredible. You're amazing. And when we hear it, like, I don't know when we hopped on and you said like, Oh my gosh, I love your like office area. And I'm like, Oh my gosh, I don't like this this, and this, like, that's the definition of, we can't receive any compliments. And so Mm -hmm. it's um, we don't often give compliments to others as often that I wish that we would. Um, But we also have a really hard time receiving compliments as well. So I really recommend like, what can we start putting in our environment that encourages more of the balance rather than perfection? So um, my, our owner, uh, Vin Vestick, he has a, um, a a quote behind him, which I talk to him daily. So I'm looking at this quote daily, but it says progress over perfection. Uh, pro, progress over perfection And then also process over progress, because we have to follow a process in what we're doing over just like an end goal. Mm -hmm. So, the common analogy is like, I just want weight loss. Well, and this is what James Clear talks about. Mm -hmm. If you just want that end goal, you're never really going to be there for life. Mm -hmm. But if you fall in love with the process, like I love my morning routine process, like, I know that that's something that um, when I'm struggling, I fall back on the process rather than something that's going to be carry me away from whatever that like goal is. Cause it's really about like this lifestyle shift. And I think we need to be aware of like what rewards that balanced behavior and what is, what do we need to be aware? Like antennas is encouraging a very yo-yo, um perfectionist um uh shame type of mindset is there certain people like really evaluate your social media go through social media and say like i actually i'm a good friend with this person but like whenever i look at her stuff i just feel like i'm constantly comparing myself and i'm i'm going through this journey right now with body image or my own business like for a while with my own business I had a hard time. I wanted to be really excited and happy for other people that were like doing great things with their business, yeah. but it was almost triggering because I felt like, man, I'm not doing enough. Sure. And it's the syndrome of not doing enough. And so we just need to be mindful of like, do I just mute that person because I'm not, I'm just, I'm finding it's triggering. Um, is seeing my feed that's constantly filled with like women in crop tops and ripped abs, like, is that helpful or harmful. Mm -hmm. We really need to evaluate that. And then I think just start being aware of the culture that we live in, because you'll start to see it everywhere. There's a pill for this. There's a diet for that. There's, you know, one day it's, you know, this one thing. And the next day it's this other big thing. And it's never one thing. It's, it's balance. It's just like when we said at the very beginning, it's a bell curve. Someone who's overtraining is just as unhealthy as someone who's laying on the couch, someone who's, uh, you know, eating like really healthy food. Like that's also a syndrome. It's called orthorexia to someone who doesn't give a shit about food. That's called standard American diet. Like, and there's a bell curve of it Mm -hmm. all. So I think just be aware of the messaging Be aware of like the culture that we're in and surround yourself with people, places, things, quotes on your wall, podcasts, messaging that are supporting um, a, what balance and health like actually looks like. I love that answer.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Um, And so to start to wrap up a question I like to ask every single guest that we have on is what are three things that you are grateful for today?
2: Oh, man. Well, you know, I'm really grateful for my health right now. My, my partner has been feeling really sick and it kind of came on sudden and just, it just, uh, really reminded me how grateful that I'm here, able to like show up, uh, today for my health. Um, I'm grateful for my little family that I have here, my dog and my partner. Um, and, you know, there's there's just so much that I'm grateful for that it sometimes it's hard to just say three things. So yeah. um let's see. I'm grateful that the sun came out today. I want to think of something like other than just like family and yeah. clients, because I'm grateful for those things every day. The sun was out today. And that is I was very grateful for that, even <laughs> if I only like got like a smidge of it. So yeah.
0: I love it. I love it. And Mary, you had a question that you introduced on one of our last interviews as your new signature
1: question. Take it away. (laughs) Um, what is a piece of content? It can be TV shows, movies, books that you are consuming right now that you feel like other people should consume right now.
2: Um, would it be like a specific book or like podcast or it can be specific or you can be like broad if you want to. Okay. Um, Jay Shetty and Brene Brown podcast, hands down every day. That's my, that's my jam. Love it. Can't get enough of it. And, uh, that lucid app I'm really into right now. Cause it's helping yeah, that me, sounds like, really cool. Yeah. It's helping me flip through a lot of books and, you know, um, if you want to grow, read more, it's just like the solid t- truth. <laughs>
0: I love that. Mary and I are both on a reading journey this year. So we get
2: that. Yes. <laughs> have you had any good ones, any good reads so far? So
0: this year, so I've been kind of half nonfiction, half uh, fiction. So my nonfiction that I, I finished Woman Code, which I read a couple of years ago and I just reread it. Um, yes. So I finally finished that. And then now I'm reading Atomic Habits. So those have been my nonfiction books. My fiction books, I've I've been reading a lot of, I've really <laughs> dove into the fiction. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Love it. Go. Yes. Go to that land. That is good.
1: <laughs> yeah. I'm yeah. um, pretty much the same. A lot of fiction. Atomic habits has been like changing my life every morning. I read a chapter of it and it's been like so great. Yeah. Um, yeah that's really all I've got. I tell, <laughs> I've said for years, like I want to be a reader and then I would never read. Like I wouldn't even pick yeah. up a book and now yeah. I'm like, finally like getting it. <laughs> like, yeah. I read three yeah. books this year. That's like huge for me.
2: That, no, seriously, it's so hard, but it's like the, um, it's called the one coin loophole. And this is from Gretchen Rubin. And she says, you know, is one coin going to make a man rich? No, but every coin will eventually make the man rich. So it's like, all right, am I not going to read my book tonight? Like, no, but if I don't do it, then I'm not going to do it. Like, it's going to add up. And then I don't Mm -hmm. get to that goal of wanting to read all those books. So I have agreed with you i struggle with reading cuz i always have just like a lot to do but i had to make it a priority so i have listed out all my 12 books that i want to read for 2022 um cuz i did this for last year and last year was the first year that i actually did it where i read 12 books a month but for this year i actually want to double that and that's where the lucid app comes in because i kind of just like cheat read but like i'm going to still add those books cuz i feel like yeah. i can yeah you're I can still the, getting the
1: content from it
2: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely.
0: (laughs) I love that. that. I'm going to have to download that app and check that out. Um, But to finally wrap up, where can our listeners find you? Where can our listeners connect with you? And maybe most importantly, how can they start working with you?
2: Yeah, absolutely. I am. Um, so i'm a a dietitian at nutrition dynamic working with one-on-one clients but we also have all of our functional health coaches and dietitians so if you are interested in this space as a client um, would love to work with you or to pair you up with another coach that is perfect for you Um, but if you're also a potential interested coach that wants to dive deeper into functional medicine um, we do have an entire 12-month training course and Um, I also do all of our hiring. So if you're interested in being part of the team, definitely inquire. Um, We have um, the Wellness Mastery course, which is incredible. The flush that we already talked about, you can find that at wellnessmastery.com. All of my like aspects of where you can find me, social media is probably the easiest place. So my Instagram is kd wellness. Um, and if you go into the link tree, like the links to all those, um, nutrition dynamic working one-on-one, uh, wellness mastery, all that is link is in the link tree. And I think that's, I think that's mostly it. Yeah. Awesome.
0: And we'll have all of the links for Instagram, as well as all of your businesses, etc. down below. So you guys can also just pop down to the description and find them there. But Kristen, thank you so much for being on. It's been a joy just to catch up with you and see you after years. <laughs>
2: I know. I know. I'm so, so grateful. Honestly, thank you guys, both Holly and Mary for having me on. You're doing amazing work here, helping other women and just getting out messages of really like supporting others on their journey. So thanks for having me. Of course. Thank
0: you. That was such a good episode. Like we said in the beginning, she was just such a different perspective than some of our other guests have had just like like we're talking about from her knowledge and her her experience and her education and things like that but I feel like I was so fascinated and just like Mm -hmm. mesmerized by her throughout this episode like we just let her talk we just let her go
1: (laughs) yeah and there's just so many interesting things that her company does like I was looking on their website afterwards because just the way that she talked about it like I feel like I'm very like like to know the science about things too so like the way that she was talking about things I like went to the site and was like looking at stuff and Mm -hmm. you can do so much for so cheap and like they have it's kind of like a firm or like um Klarna or any of of those those kind of things they have it's yeah it's called like Sezzle and so you can like yeah so it's like you can do like the Dutch test for instance you can do that for like I think it's four hundred dollars and then, like, you can pay, like, in increments. So you're not just paying, like, $400 right off the bat. I didn't know that for the Dutch stuff oh, yeah. I screwed
0: myself over. I pay $400 up front.
1: <laughs> yeah. So I, and I just thought it was so nice and interesting that she is willing to, like, go over your results. And Definitely. it was also, like, it popped into my head, though, the fact that, like, that's so weird that you would get that done and not really have, like, a full reading on it.
0: Yeah so from my understanding what and cuz I kind of was talking to my doctor about this and I had missed some of this in the report because mm-hmm. like I said in the, in the interview this report is very overwhelming that you get especially yeah. if you do not like know a lot about hormones mm-hmm. and everything it's testing um so there is a part like basically it sounds like you can reach out to Dutch and help like meet with the doctor basically mm-hmm. i'm just sure that that costs a um, an amount extra that yeah. i I'm trying to save her a house and just save in general. So it was like, mm-hmm. my doctor helped pare it down for the most part for me. There was some things that she wasn't sure of exactly. So yeah. I feel like just having Kristen be like, oh, I can, you know, like, let's let's talk about this. Let's you go know, over after. It, yeah. Like that was like a huge relief for me because there was a few things that my doctor wasn't sure of. And then I'm excited to see if Krista knows a little bit more about, because it was something where I was like, well, in the future, I'm going to have to ask if I can like go back and get these results, help me like read like maybe in like six months or something. But so, yeah, it was just when I saw she was working with Dutch, I actually saw it like two months ago, like after we had reached out to her initially, initially, I had seen something and I remember screenshotting it because I was like, I need to ask her about this. And so the fact that like she started talking about it in the interview and then that's when I was like, oh my God, I got that. Um, like I just feel like it's very very kismet like yeah perfect perfect
1: (laughs) definitely and I just think that she was wonderful and I I think that their company um her company and the company that she works with they're just so affordable for things like this and as we said in the episode it's so hard to make decisions about like going off the pill like everybody knows that I've been like trying to go on that journey and like figure it out um especially if you can't afford things like that right off the bat like you said like we're saving for like getting a new house and like just life in general we need to save yeah. for and so it's just really nice to see that all of this stuff is very affordable yeah to you know your everyday person who's trying to do that so like when she was talking about the um what was it
0: talking, like the wellness mastery the cleanse, the flush. the flush yeah things? the yeah. flush
1: yeah that's only 197 dollars. Mm-hmm. like i'm for sure gonna do that like i think that's yeah. such a Like a great way to reset your body and especially with like because I'm literally going off the pill like now like my pack is like ending and I'm going off the pill and I've been like reading about like how to do it and things like that but it would be so nice to have a professional like helping me along the way
0: definitely definitely yeah and that's something that I mentioned mentioned the episode I'm interested in too so we can do it together
1: (laughs) yeah we definitely should
0: awesome. If you guys are interested in that or any of Kristen's Kristen's businesses, um, we'll have all her links below as always. And um, I know she mentions it in the episode, but her link tree has like links to everything. So I'm actually just going to link her link tree below too. And that way you guys can find everything we kind of discussed in the episode. Um, And that way it's just a little bit easier for you guys instead of having to go to her Instagram to get to her link tree, like below for you guys, as well as all of the Instagrams for her and her businesses. Um, I've been following all of them for a, a couple of weeks now, like both businesses, and I really just like what they're posting too. It, it's just again yeah. like that kind of I don't know, good feeling. Like not, it's something you want to follow. I guess you could say something that's positive yes. to follow.
1: And it's very um, informational, so it's very yes. helpful.
0: Yes. And before we wrap up next week on the. 13th we are having our intention setting ceremony for March so we haven't officially announced it on the podcast but if you guys are interested um we're sending out the invite to our WhatsApp group today but if that's something you're interested in make sure to send us a message on Instagram or an email and we'll give you guys those here in just a second and that way I can get you guys the invite over it's going to be at 8:30 a.m. central time on the 13th and we're really excited to um kind of dive into your monthly intentions we did this at the beginning of the year as more of like a yearly setup and we just had a couple of poorly planned months between the two of us and a lot going on so we're getting back to it for the march the march i should say march (laughs) um but but if you do need to reach out to us on instagram where can they find us
1: they can find us at get fitty with it Pod. pod
0: Mary <laughs> doesn't pod. know where that us, or then you can, can email us email us <laughs> get funny with a pod at gmail.com mm-hmm. um and with that we hope you guys have a, a beautiful week we hope you can speak better than we can every single <laughs> week on this podcast i hope you go into your week with more grace than apparently we can come into this podcast with okay. and with that have a beautiful day
1: bye